Welcome everyone to So I've Heard, the student government podcast for the students. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Nitch, and if you have any questions or would like to reach out, feel free to fill out the contact form below. And now our guest, Adam Muskie, former tech commissioner of student government. Hey Adam, how have you been? Been doing well. Been doing well. Very busy. Yeah, I can I can tell. You were uh, you were very busy uh, earlier little, this year. A little harder to track now. Yeah. Right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So for uh, those who don't know, um, Adam has been diligently working as the recruitment chair for uh, Alpha Tau Omega, and uh, I, I will say it has been uh, very fruitful so far. Been very fruitful. Yep. Uh, never really, never really like downtime. So mm-hmm. I guess also I've been working a working a job. I, I, I DJ weddings, and so I've had. Okay. I've had about 13 weddings this kind of season, and the season pretty much starts with fall semester. So it's been a, it's, uh, been, a been a fun time so far. <laughs> that sounds like a a very packed schedule. Yeah. So, you know, like I said uh, when I introduced you, you know, you were the uh, the former tech commissioner here, and I'm the uh, I'm the current tech commissioner. So it's it's a little fun. It's kind of like circular, you know, you know, passing the torch on. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about that. You know. So um, just starting off, what were some of the uh, the things and projects that you were really passionate about uh, when you were tech commissioner? Well, I guess looking back, things I can really, you know, hang my hat on. Um, super excited about the eSports lab that opened up. Uh, that was with uh, TFAC last semester, so you were on that board with me yes, was. Um, as a appointed member. But um, for everyone listening, TFAC is the Technology Fee Advisory Committee. Uh, there's a mixture of deans, um, people from the uh, Office of Technology. And then um, there's the tech commissioner gets a seat on there and can appoint five other student uh, just advocates. And they get a sum of about $50,000 every year. And that can be allocated to a variety of just basically the the scope is super broad, which is awesome. Um, but it needs to be innovative and it needs to be technology related. So if you guys know the uh, the sand tables, the topographical sand tables mm-hmm. in the library and around campus, uh, those ones were a 2017 TFAC. Yep. I believe you can uh, you yep. can go to. I believe TFAC does have you know NDSU technology TFAC. You'll find it. They have a website for it. Mm-hmm. Things they've done. But the, the the new one that that got approved in uh, 2018 uh, in my time as tech commissioner was the. Uh, Esports lab, and so I know it, it's opened up like maybe three weeks ago. Kind of mm-hmm. opened up. I'm trying to reserve it for an organization, and they said, "Well, we're going to make a form for that now, so <laughs> we don't have it." Uh, which is it's just really cool to see it grow. But they did an amazing job with all the technology that's in there, yeah. and you know, esports is is picking up. So they got 17 computers, and it's in the basement of the Memorial Union, kind of by the bowling area there with the rec center, mm-hmm. and they, uh, yeah, they they put it together. You can go in there. It's like a, a dollar to an hour or something like that i mean don't, don't don't quote me on it but it's cheap especially for the rigs they have for all the uh the techies out there i believe it's a, a 1060 graphics card uh i5 eighth generation processor 16 gigs of ram and then i60 has six gigs of, of vram so mm-hmm. you're you're gonna be doing just fine yeah. in most games uh and to translate for those that don't speak tech uh they're good computers <laughs> yeah, yes yeah yes. Um, yeah, that was a it was a really interesting um, uh, grant that came through. I, I didn't really. It was kind of one of those things where you're sitting there and you think, you know, that's a that's actually a really good idea. I, don't, I can't believe no one's thought of this before. Yeah, and it's kind of figuring out how to. Uh, they're, they're really figuring out in the uh, student activities office now is how to manage the relations, the money allocation for the clubs that you know. We have an Overwatch club. We also have a video mm-hmm. game club. 
how to figure out which one is going to be kind of the one that wears the hat for our esports representative, our club team, mm-hmm. and you know how to get them, uh, you know, a little bit of funding and a little bit of respect. I know uh, I've heard there's some pushback from athletics because that's kind of our over overwhelming or like the the overarching branch of all of our competitive teams, like serious competitive yep. leagues. Um, and I do get the uh, the. <laughs> The oxymoronic speak of like you know it's well it's not athletics I get that because it's obviously sitting in a chair but it's something that's competitive and it's jumping into the sports world now mm-hmm. um, so uh, trying to make sure everyone feels heard in that environment and I think esports is going to pick up so trying to make sure that we can get them the right funding has been kind of a cool thing that I'm passing off to you yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've already uh, I've already had a little bit of uh, dealings with that already it's it's a uh, it's going to be a task, um, I will admit, but I'm, I'm looking forward to taking it on. Um, so, you know, that was kind of one of the big things that, you know, you really pushed for. And I can remember the, uh, the digital uh, fabrication lab, too, which was one of the really big uh, pushes you had uh, when you were tech commissioner. And I, I've taken that up and I, I've taken it and run with it. And I, I, uh, so for those that don't know, the digital fabrication lab is a space in the library uh, that has a lot of um, like 3D printers, yeah. just a variety of stuff. And yeah, I can actually speak uh, at nauseum for this. And I think I really pushed it to the students and I really kind of gave it just as much of my voice as I could. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Adam Elsnick, he works there. They actually hired him full time to kind of be a director of that staff. And like he is amazing at this stuff. And he's really been pushing it out, filling out the forms, you know, applying for more grants, trying to figure out ways that they can expand the space mm-hmm. um, and just get, get it in front of every student. Because, you know, it doesn't appear to be like, you know, it, if you, you don't think of it unless you're really a STEM major, I would mm-hmm. say, I say there is that exclusivity, yeah. but it is useful to all different, you know, walks of that. Cause like, you know, different majors for like, you know, in the health sciences, you know, business, you can create a product maybe like an orthopedic product with mm-hmm. a lot of these 3d printers, 3d scanning softwares. And, you know, we need advice on how to make them the best way possible. You know, we need business majors to figure out, you know, all right, we have this idea how do we sell it? How do we market it? You know, how do we? So there's there's a lot more moving pieces to these labs yeah. than just for STEM majors, and I think that's why it's an it's an awesome investment by campus. Um, one of the things that Adam Elsnick did was uh, actually get the um, impact grant. So there's a pat like a, a big grant that we kind of mm-hmm. several departments kind of fight over that that is done very formally through you know the powers that be, but uh, he actually got an impact grant for a laser cutter it's like a laser kind of cnc so they can now they're going to be able to cut like 2d profiles of like thin aluminum all sorts of like types of wood and stuff and so it's just this it's turning in from just like a couple 3d printers in a closet Mm -hmm. into like they have just they have power tools there yeah go work on anything mm -hmm. they have money coming in that they're going to spend on like raspberry pies new Raspberry Pi, I think it's a 4.0 came out. Mm-hmm. There's like a couple versions of it. It's insane. They're looking at getting those. Arduino boards, breadboards, just stuff that you can go and prototype all the way from, you know, you know, the 3D printed, you know, fun geometries and stuff, but also like the electronics, the physical stuff. It's it's a real, real cool space. Mm-hmm. So that, that laser uh, cutter, that CNC machine. So can I engrave my iPhone with it? Yes, it is very safe. It is very accurate. I think it's somewhere somewhere in the range of like 60 to 80 watt laser, but mm-hmm. they can dial it down, scale it. So yeah, if you need to do some like complex, like you don't want to make like a nice clock with like the, you know, you have to talk to NDSU to get their, their, their logo rights, but mm-hmm. 
maybe you can make like a nice NDSU clock with nice wooden grain and you know do a nice little like that'd be a fun like little a nice project. Little, yeah, you can do do whatever there. Yeah, and uh, I believe they also uh, have a space now at Tech Park as well. They yeah, did, they did get it. Yeah, I was uh, I was on that pitch and I didn't even hear what we got that like it got accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but um, I was on that pitch with um, I'm going to absolutely butcher the people involved in this, so I'll give you guys a shout out somewhere else. But it was like one of the Strauss brothers. And some, oh man, some grad student, but he also works here. And another friend through the engineering department. I just can't think of your names off the top, guys. But they all put together this pitch. I kind of jumped in, you know, in the last couple weeks before we went over to the incubator and pitched it in front of, you know, some of the more important people I've ever been in a room with. <laughs> but it was just, it was just a really good idea, and I'm I'm super excited to hear that they bid on it because there was space over in that tech mm-hmm. park, and yeah, I, I'm excited to see what comes of it. I think a lot more people could jump over there and, uh, you know, do something big. Yeah, it was. Uh, so from what I had heard was that they had a partial space. It wasn't the entire thing they were asking for, but they did get a large chunk of it. Uh, actually, uh, uh, the executive uh, commissioner of external affairs, Kale Kale Dunwoody. Uh, had a chance to tour through there, and he was he was telling me about it. It was you know it's kind of one of these mind blowing spaces where he's like, you know, you can take an idea from its conceptual phase and like build it and model it out all the way through until it's you know, ready, uh, it's it's finished, and that's it's incredible. It's it's something that like I think is really cool that uh, NDSU can say is like you know we we're a research institution where you can also like take your ideas and make them into reality here. Yeah, and I think that's that's uh, one of the like better parts. I think, oh. yeah, and, like, one of the great resources we have on campus, and he's actually my uh, advisor for senior design, is uh, uh, Professor Ulvin. Uh He does a lot of, like, the, uh, I think it's C2 Renew. Uh, he also has several patents in, like, 3D printing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But he is just inspirational on in that. He has a few TED Talks out there about how he recycles his stuff, or just one really good one. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's the way that I think higher education is shifting because, you know, we have all these cap- capabilities to rapid prototype. So it's like instead of just studying out of a textbook, let's just go do it. And also speaking on that, a lot of worries are like, you know, just letting students loose in a shop. Like that's going to be a safety concern. But mm-hmm. there is some of the people I was working on the uh, proposal with, they were showing us like these table saws that if they detect flesh, they just lock and drop. So they'll have like, a, if you can envision this, they're pushing through a table saw, just a piece of wood, like a quarter inch thick mm-hmm. uh, plywood. They're, they're pushing it across, and they have a hot dog right on top of it. So it's cutting. It's spinning, you know, hundreds of RPMs a second or a minute, whatever. Moving right across there, cutting the wood just fine, and as it hits the hot dog that's on top of the wood, it just locks the, the, the blade and throws it under the table, just shattering the, the blade, but the hot dog is, like, unscathed. It has just, like, a little little tiny nick mm-hmm. on it. So there's there's so many with all these, like, different sensing technologies and, and, you know, obviously AI. There's so much more safety that we can bring to the table. So, you know, a creative, safe environment for students to bring stuff that, you know, they want to bring out is just going to be, it's going to be awesome. I it's agree. To see where it goes. I like your point about... Uh, with the rapid prototyping and instead of just taking something out of a textbook, you, you know, you can get hands on and actually do it yourself. You know, I think while some people are very good at learning through a textbook and 
like taking that in, in a very cerebral way and applying it to something they can imagine. I think that it could pay like a serious dividend um, for students to actually go in and do the actual work itself. You know, you know, we're talking about how to model something in this particular uh, 3D modeling software. Well, now here, here's the software. Go out and model it. And then, you know, 3D print it too while you're at it. So yeah. I, I, I'm a very big fan of that, uh, that method of, uh, of educating. So, so from the transition a little bit here. So from one tech commissioner to another, do you have any advice for me? Any advice for you? Um, I guess my biggest piece of advice would be to really, really, really keep your schedule in order because things fly by. I know there's meetings that pass. Like even for the impact grant, I had a uh, – a Wednesday night at the turf that went a little late and missed like a really early morning on Thursday that kind of involved the impact grant. It's just because uh -oh. I didn't write it down on my schedule. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was just, yeah. just slacking on that. So it's like, if you don't have like everything put together, it's that. And then I guess with tech, tech specifically, is just say yes to everything. Just figure out how to, how to make it better from where they're pitching it because a lot of the stuff that kind of came to me i didn't think i'd be doing or following up with like the esports thing was just something that is like all right we need to figure out more about this we need to figure out if it's feasible who's interested and just dig more into it and that's uh yeah that's my best advice yeah. dig into it and keep your calendar in yeah line. i'll agree with the uh the scheduling it is uh, at least in this position, I can't speak to anyone else's, but it is a nightmare uh, trying to find uh, time, just time in general. You know, there'll be some days I leave my apartment at uh, at like 8 a.m. to go to class and I don't get home that night. I don't get home back to my apartment until probably after 9 p.m. Yeah. And it's not that like, oh, I've just, you know, I've been on campus or I've been doing other things all day. It's just been, well, OK, I have class at this time. Now I have to hold some office hours and now I have a meeting and now there's uh, now I have to like stop and eat something because, you know, I haven't done that since, you know, almost 730. And yeah. uh, it, it's 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 a little much at times. It can be a little much. It's sometimes you you think you're you're just barely treading water. Yeah, but but you get through. You get through. Yeah, you, you make it happen. Yeah. No, uh, but I do like your point about uh, about making the position better and letting the people that work with you, even on your commission or within the executive team, um, really like taking on their ideas and helping them realize it. Um, just even with this podcast, uh, my some of my commissioners had the idea of branding it more and expanding it to not just students, but to prospective students and the community at large. Uh, and one of those ways was bringing it onto Spotify. So I've been looking into the logistics on that, and it's looking like it is doable. That I can, nice. I can create Great for the brand. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll be working. Um, I'll be hopefully working on that, and we can get that out onto um, streaming platforms. You know, my original idea was to put this on SoundCloud, but that seemed a little bit too uh, up and coming uh, hip hop star. -y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, SoundCloud, SoundCloud has its place, and everyone's yeah, hard. I have a SoundCloud, so I don't, do don't add me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, one thing I will say, one more piece of advice, mm -hmm. and uh, this is going to be funny, uh, but like the, the listserv, do the bare minimum on that. <laughs> and this is a call to action for listeners. The tech commissioner can't, he's, they're in charge of the listserv, but they can't just nuke it and get rid of it. I, I, but it doesn't work. We I, know we send the emails begrudgingly because we have to, but this is a call to action for students. 
let it be known to everybody that you want the listservs to stop. And maybe someone above us could do something. I've, because I tried to nuke it, and it didn't work. And I got yelled at. So if you can, <laughs> try your hardest to tell people that we don't need it. Maybe some sort of app. The Navigate app looks promising. Is it the Navigate or is it, it Guide is, now? Uh, it, it, it is it, Navigate now. It was Guide. It was Guide. So that's the Navigate the, app, I think, is the future for listservs, and it will be much more exclusive and restricted. Mm -hmm. And maybe my NDSU could filter some of their events in there, and you could optionally go look at all of the events that all of the organizations are hosting. Mm -hmm. I think that would be a perfect merger of the two. Um, if you don't know my NDSU, it's for student organizations, a website. You can log in, kind of message everyone, and there's a board while the activity is going on, and then the Navigate app, right? The yep. Navigate app, it's like, it's like Blackboard, but a million times better. It's like Blackboard and Campus Connection kind of like met, yeah, and it, like all of your resources are just yeah. there, and it actually works, and it looks like a modern app. So check both of those out. I don't think my NDSU has an app yet. I'm sure the school and Kim Bremer are working on it, so they will do that. But, you know, if you want Listserv gone, please raise your voices because that would be cool for our job. Yeah. I I get a message just about maybe once every week from someone asking me to unsubscribe them. And believe me, I wish I could. Um, the student listserv is technically classed as an official form of communication between the like uh, university and the students. So you must you must be a uh, on it. It's stuff with like with like uh, like records because I had mm -hmm. I had a meeting where I sat down with uh, uh, the. Steve Sobiak yeah. and, and, and CC and a couple mm -hmm. of other of those guys and and uh, really looking into like what we could figure out to like minimize this and uh, there were a lot of creative solutions but basically it's it's an old software sending out tons of spam into our emails. Yeah. It's it's kind of one of those things where it won't go away until we have something better and that finding something better is the million dollar question. Like many minds have set to work trying to find this and uh well it's listserv still exists so their efforts um weren't weren't realized so yeah. we we are aware that this system <laughs> is clunky it looks like it comes out of 2005 like we're, oh, this, we're this trying was, to figure it out this was before the listserv the actual application the back-end application was made in the 90s i believe if it. that gives you any yeah, i believe that <laughs> so yeah we we hear you we know we're trying to figure it out. Just work with us here. So, but, you know, I, as I stated before, you're the former tech commissioner. Yeah. So you're not involved in student government anymore. And I just have to know because I'm, I'm still, you know, new to this position, but it feels like I've been here for a million years. Just what's it like? On the other side? Yeah. Once what's you're it, done? Yeah. Uh, you do get to look back and be very proud of all the work you've done. So I'd say, like, definitely keep your head down. Keep grinding, like, as much as possible. But I think the uh, the overarching like feeling that I get now is I like walk by like um, a humble a humble humble brag a little bit um, the uh, the new computer uh, yeah, the cluster new, yeah I helped like, you get that going yeah, too on yeah. the on the family it's as you like are in the Memorial Union kind of by the uh, the multicultural right across from the multicultural diversity office mm -hmm. um, they have that new computer cluster going there and. Uh, yeah, my my commission. Uh, I drafted up the the legislation, uh, ran it past my commission. They loved the idea. Talked with uh, you know the other executives. You know uh, Chase Grinberg. He was a huge part of it, uh, helping me move stuff along. But 
pass it through the right people, and now I can look back at that and say, like, hey, mm-hmm. you know, I was a part, a small part of how we got these there, and I see people sitting at them and using them every day, yeah. and it's like there was a need, and we found it, and it's it's a it's a hard process, it's hard work, mm-hmm. you know, you got to go in there with an open mind and and find the things that people need, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's a uh, it's that's that's what that's what I like because there's other stuff with like um all the way back um, capital project finance committee back with uh, uh, Mason um, Wenzel Wenzel yeah yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Cool. No, I guess I guess I can't say just Mason now yeah because yeah, there's, there's Rodimac <laughs> yeah. in, in charge now no, but that, that's my boss yep. yeah Mason Wenzel held something where we had like a little money left over in the reserves uh, at student government so we basically gave it out to capital projects mm-hmm. and one of them was like uh, stop the bleed where there's there's packs for like first responder packs spread out through campus now mm-hmm. and they also have uh, you know uh, like examples of what to do for different types of wounds um, specifically there was like the need for or we felt there was a- needed to be action on like stuff for like gunshot wounds and you know like mm-hmm. shooter shooter or active shooter intervention so uh, campus was very receptive to that I mean it's not a great very like lighthearted subject, yeah. but it's something that we're like, yeah, like there's a need for this. There's a, someone that came through that was excited to, you know, implement it on our campus and just looking by those every day, like not, you know, I walk by them. There's one in the Memorial Union right mm-hmm. by Design and Sign. It's like that's there now. So yeah. it's keep grinding. It's uh, it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Is there anything about the uh, student government that you miss? I miss having a desk on campus. Oh, that's I. I'm using that desk now. It's it's nice. It's nice being able to set down your laptop and have the space to like have uh, have your presentation up that you can go through the notes for and like copy down onto a notebook. Yeah. It, it is nice having a space that you can consider your own and and work there. Um, and it's not like we just go there just to do our own work, but there's such a bleed over, and that's why I feel like it's very much a. Uh, there is like an identity crisis that happens when you when you take over these. This sounds so dramatic, guys. I understand, <laughs> but like, um, me. but it's like you kind of sit in your office hours and you want to be productive, but it's also kind of like a very receptive kind of you know as complaints come in, as work comes in, mm-hmm. you have to react to it and get people in the right hands. But when you have just downtime there, it's just you obviously need to be in the office just in case anyone comes in and needs you. But then you also get to be a student, and so it's like. You're being a student at NDSU, but you're also working for NDSU, and there's just like, it's a great way to feel that uh, that, that that green and blue, you know, or Jesus, green and yellow, green, green and blue, green and blue. okay, well, that green and blue. You've, been, you've heard it here first. It's yeah. NDSU green. official colors, green and blue. I think I think uh, I messed up. Gold and blue for ATO. There fraternity. it is. Okay. So, so I, there was a, a justification. Okay, I was about to ask. Uh, are, you, are you a Seahawks fan? See, yeah, no, uh-huh. but uh, no, it's a good time. Um, I, I will agree. I've enjoyed like having that space that I can work in, like answer questions if I need to, respond to emails, and like you said, during that downtime, just be a student too. So, but what are you up to now? It's uh, it's it's you know, like you said, um, being in student government is a very serious time commitment, and keeping that schedule uh, on track is a task in and of itself. But now, without it, I are you? Do you have more free time, or have you? What have you filled it with? Have you filled it with anything? Um, yeah. If you if you don't know me, I hate free time. It's uh, I don't I don't know what it is, but I like to stay busy. So, um, yeah, I got a. I've been training for a while to become like a you know a DJ and the, mm-hmm. basically a wedding DJ, and so um, this was like my first full season of just like booking as many weddings as I can. I worked through. Uh, Harm Entertainment out in West Fargo. 
So I've been doing, again, I think like 13, now 14 actually. I got booked three weeks out for a wedding, just kind of a rush. Mm -hmm. I think their DJ might have fell through. I haven't heard the full story yet, but I have a, a wedding in 26 days that I kind of have to plan and figure out all the music for. So it's that's taken up a lot of time. I meet with uh, the clients and kind of get to know them, get mm -hmm. to figure out stuff about them, and then prep set up on the weekends. And But during the weekdays, uh, I got 18 credits to, to finish off my uh, my half of Victory Lap. So it's my <laughs> my ninth semester. That sounds better than fifth year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then I'm also, um, like you said, uh, the recruitment chair for ATO. So that was a big... Big push, got to kind of hang up that hat a little bit and, right, and trade off with our membership educator. Yeah, that, and was, a, uh, that was a very good, th this has been a very, very good semester, not only for us, but for Greek life in general. It yeah. seems like the, uh, it seems like the standard across the board is, is very comparable to what uh, we achieved. Um, so yeah, yeah, we believe we have uh, 21, 21 new members. 21, yeah, new members. Um, they're going through the process. We extended 29 bids um, to uh, come into our chapter. And, like, there's some, like, cross, you know, like some people mm -hmm. went to other chapters. And, you know, like, I, I get it. I, I actually really love the competition. I'm super excited for everyone that we extended a bid and, and decided to go to mm -hmm. another chapter. Like, you're part of the, the IFC family. You're part of the brotherhood there anyways. So to just more more power to you guys. Um I'm very, very, uh, very excited to see what these uh, young guys can do. Yeah, it's it's, it's good to see. Uh, it's good to see that uh, Greek life uh, is is alive and flourishing here. Yeah. And there's but, a lot of overlap with that in yeah. student government. Yep. Okay. So quite a few, quite a few Greeks are in student government, and quite a few student government members are Greeks. You know. Yeah. But so, uh, yeah, and I guess pretty much the 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 last thing I'll, I'll tout off that I've been doing a lot of because it's very very different for me. So I have a roommate. His yeah. name is uh, Nathan Kaiser. I, I know who Nathan is. Yeah, Nathan, Nathan is, Kaiser. Yeah. He's a longtime friend of mine. Uh, I'm going to be in his wedding coming up this summer. I but, uh, I'm hoping I can get an invite to that. I think, I think, I think you will. But right, okay. we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be in cahoots. We'll yeah. be in cahoots. We'll make sure Fingers you get crossed. There. Fingers crossed. Um, but anyways, I'll be, in, I'll be in his wedding this upcoming summer. But basically, we have this kind of rivalry, I guess is a better way to put it, because it's yeah. not a bet. There's no like real wager. Mm -hmm. But um, basically, we have been just kind of for lack of a better term, like fat shaming each other into getting in shape because like he just really wants to look his best, obviously for his wedding day. And mm -hmm. like, that's it's great for him. I'm excited to help him with that. And you know, I could, I could stand uh, to get in better shape myself. And so we are just mercilessly kind of doing a body recomposition challenge. And so we're like cutting out junk food our, our apartment is filled constantly. Like, our entire top of our fridge is, like, all, like, supplements and stuff. All we eat is chicken. Our house always <laughs> smells like chicken. Um, but, no, we're just trying to lean out, get in shape for his wedding, and also make a competition out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, that, there's that. And then I have a side bet off with some other guys doing a Sober October. So, uh, stay sober for all of October is the bet. And then you also have to – we're trying to see who can bike the most miles – swim the most miles, and run the most miles. Okay. So like three separate trophies there all right. that are going out, and it's just all through October. So I've been doing like two days at the gym or like an hour and a half session at the gym every day so far in October. Mm -hmm. So it's it's getting getting to me pretty hard. Like with the school and all that, mm -hmm. it's been it's been a lot. I've been really tired. Um, <laughs> but, hey, you got to make hay while the sun shines. Yeah, you know. 
Uh, so how do you uh, how do you log that? Is it just a? Is, I'm assuming it's a good faith system, or is uh, it, uh, we got we all decide on like for for each composition kind of we decide on like the the metric we're gonna track. So for the uh, the the running swimming biking one, there's some sort of like run buddy something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know the app. Uh, one of the guys used to run and do like triathlons and stuff. So he kind of picked that and was like, "This is this is good. We'll use this." And then for the the body recomposition one, we do uh, the NDSU Wellness Center actually offers um, body fat percentage testing. It's mm-hmm. at like the lowest price you're going to find in Fargo, so it's actually a super good resource at NDSU here uh, that students will get. You can do for ten dollars. You'll go into what's called like the the bod pod, mm-hmm. and so it's some sort of like basically they seal this kind of container around you, and there's don't worry, you can breathe, and it's not uncomfortable. You just sit in a chair. They seal this container around you, and they they, they up the uh, the air pressure in there just a little bit. Like you can kind of feel it in your ears, but it's not uncomfortable. It takes like 20, 20 seconds, and then they'll kind of you know what you get on a scale, the way you all that stuff, and then they'll tell you your like body fat percentage. Like I started at I think it's like twenty point four percent something like that mm-hmm. and so it's, it's whoever can drop the most body fat percentage is how we're actually doing that one it's very technical we'll get tested we got tested at the beginning of the semester we're gonna get tested again at the end of the semester to see where we're at and then uh so just uh just different fun ways and that yeah. Yeah, that definitely plug the wellness center they do a great job yeah. of uh Agreed. that stuff oh it's a, it sounds like a fun time yeah. everybody's getting in shape so it's yeah. a, a good pastime i would say yeah um but yeah, you had mentioned that this is your uh, your last semester, mm-hmm. so you know this is it, and it's your this is the le- one last ride of being in uh, in college. What's yeah. what's that like? Tell me about that. Ah, uh, there's a uh, there's a lot of emotions going on. There's there's desperate attempts to get employed. I shouldn't say desperate. I'm very confident to all my employers mm-hmm. listening, all zero of them. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, it's just kind of been frantic. Like, I've been missing classes to go on interviews. And then even, like, for the general motivation of classes is, like, really low, although it's, like, really important. I get good grades and finish. Mm-hmm. But the professors have been able to, to work with me very well. They kind of, like, know as long as you communicate with them, there's no issue there. But, uh, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of people I'm going to miss. I'm going to miss a lot of the, the great people I, I met in student government, obviously, mm-hmm. through all this. I mean, I'm still a little bit involved this semester, just kind of half sitting in on TFAC, but... Um, yeah, I'll also miss all, you know, my brothers at ATO. That's, mm-hmm. that's where I've been. Uh, you know, I lived there for three whole years and it's just been a great, great time. But yeah, I guess it's just getting, uh, getting my life together, figuring out what, uh, what comes next. Yeah. And it's a, it's a good time. Well, I'm on my penultimate semester here. So I graduate in the spring. Um, and it's, it's a surreal feeling cause I can still remember with like eerie clarity, my my first day at NDSU, you know, when I was dropped off, I my parents had left. I was in my dorm room, and I, I can recall everything about that with the like a crystal clear clarity. And it feels like it was ages ago, like years and years and years. You know, you every day you wake up and you think that you know graduation is this tiny little light that's at the far end of this tunnel that's you know so long that it it doesn't even feel like it's a, it's a non factor. Yeah. And then now it's like, wow, this is, I'm, I'm actually pretty close to the finish line. Like this is, this, this is, is terrifying. Weird. It's weird. It's so weird. And then, but like, it's also, I think the, the, the absolute dichotomy of that, I very much agree mm-hmm. that it feels like it's been, I've been in college my entire life is what it feels like. Mm-hmm. It also feels like it's been about four minutes that I've been yeah. in college collectively. Yeah. Like it feels like it has just gone by in a blur, but I can't remember anything else but it. 
So it's a real, real consuming thing, and it's like really, really makes you nerve wracking for the next. But I don't know. There's a lot of uh, a lot of good advice you can give at times like this. You know, it's just you know, obviously, just be good to everyone because you never know how that's going to affect you in the future. Like mm-hmm. I've gotten employment like opportunities. I shouldn't say there. There's no real offers yet, which is obviously nerve wracking. But they kind of wait till last minute, mm-hmm. which is something. But there is uh, just like you never know who's going to be able to help you out down the road. And it's just always good to be grateful to everybody. You can't be too grateful. That's not a thing. So be selfless, be grateful, keep your head up. Good things are going to happen. Hard times are going to come and pass, but don't be afraid of, you know, some hard work. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's going to be going to be exciting to get out of here. I've already made plans for uh, for next year to come back. So because I know mm-hmm. I 2020. Know, yeah, 2020. I think I'll come back for homecoming. All right. Ready in 2020. Um, so, yeah, it, yeah, I, I, I guess I have a very, my, my, I have a similar opinion, opinion of, uh, of college, but I guess I would feel it a little bit more so just cause I was really, I really came into my own and really found my voice and fig, kind of figured out who I am. Yeah. I knew you, I knew yeah. you back freshman year. Man. Yeah. That yeah. was, yeah. I was a very different person. Um, yeah. I, I was much more introverted, quiet, like shy. I don't think I talked at all my freshman year. I was just. I had gotten very used to just being by myself, and now I'm in an environment where being by myself isn't uh, isn't the most uh, often thing. It doesn't mm-hmm. happen very often. So the it really, I, I I guess what I'm saying is I because of college I had the opportunity to grow and develop and become more, and I guess that's kind of what it's all about at the end of the day. So. On that, uh, on that slightly inspirational note, I hopefully good yeah, motivational yeah, speaker someday. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, that's yeah, good. I, I think we'll uh, we'll bring it to an end on this one. So thank you, Muskie, for coming on. Thank and you, appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, do you have any final words uh, before we before we close it off? Uh, go Bison. Yeah, Joe Biden. So <laughs> with that, I have been Jordan. I have been. I've been. I have been Jordan Nitch. Uh, he has been Adam Muskie, and this has been so I've heard. Adios. Thank you for joining us. Goodbye.